It's good. I forbid not the women to speak in my cities and nations. <laughs> Says God the Father. Uh, no control spirit here, just a perfect father and a perfect son and a perfect Holy Ghost, three in one. People like the Trinity, but you know what? The Trinity is in thee. <laughs> Did you know that the Trinity is in thee? Or are you still trying to figure it out theologically? <laughs> Through what the brain can understand. Do you think the brain can understand God? No, not even one thing of God can be understood by the brain. That's what humanity's religions are. Humanity's religions are man's attempts to understand God. And I think they've fallen really short of the glory. I think that's why we need the Holy Spirit to understand the Father. I will send you the paraclete, the one called alongside to help you, and he shall lead you into all truth. It's expedient that I go to the Father so I can send you the helper, the paraclete, the one called alongside you to help you. He will lead you. He will teach you about me. He will reveal me. He's the revelation of Jesus Christ. You know, about 50 years later, the full revelation of Jesus Christ was given to us in a little scroll from the Apostle John on Patmos. Read the Bible. It's a true saying. The apostles are saying it this season that anyone that spends five to seven hours in the Bible being taught of Christ the anointing, not in works, not in religion, not in beat yourself up, but in the anointing, spending five to seven hours in the Bible, you'll be in full-time ministry in this great awakening. Amen. And there's some of you listening right now that want that. You'll be in full-time ministry. Others, they want other things. You know, in Jubilee, you get what you want. And if you want death, you get death. <laughs> if you want lust, you get lust. If you want pride, you get pride. If you want Christ, you get Christ. People are crying out for Christ on the outside. But guess what? He's going to send you the sons of God to reveal to you the Christ on the inside. <laughs> He's going to reveal to you that you have a belly full of the Godhead the moment you're born again. My born again conversion was so dramatic that I had a throne room grid from the second I first believed. With 10,000 watts of electricity, paralyzed scales falling off my eyes, being carried out by four pastors. Couldn't open my eyes, and I felt physical scales fall off my eyes. October 15, 1999, Minnesota Teen Challenge, downtown. I had these four pastors, and I became friends with all of them afterwards even interned with them. It was just the most amazing thing to grow up in the throne room of Almighty God on earth. And we dealt with the Pentecostalism, we dealt with the inner court, we dealt with the charismania. I haven't dealt much with the evangelical church. It's like that whole realm of 90 million evangelical Christians, I just skipped it and started right out in the throne room, and the throne room does interact with the inner court, which is the charismatic church. Why do you call the inner court charismatic church? Because it is. Because I don't lie to you. If it were not, I would tell you. But the holy place is so altogether other from the charismatic church, 
that the charismatic church has been the main enemy trying to shut down sonship because the basic, most minimum level of sonship requires a citywide level of learning and a citywide level of reigning and a citywide level of ruling. That's the most basic elementary step, baby step, crawling in little baby Jesus diapers. You need a city. Now, in the charismatic church, you could do it in a steeple. You could do it in a building made by human hands. But the first step above the cap of the charismatic church, from the inner court to the holy place, will require your experience to be learned on a citywide level. I tell you the truth. And that's what many of you are coming into this season. The season of the manifest sons of God. (laughs) Do you know that coming out of the charismatic church is your promotion? Rising above man's steeple? Rising above man's control? Rising above humanity? Rising above human systems and human Christianity? Now, the charismatic church had some cool stuff. And don't get me wrong. God worked during the church age. He worked within your bewitchment. He worked within your externalism and your God-outside-minded bewitchment. He worked within all of that mess. And He allowed human revivals. And men corrupted it every single revival for 2,000 years. Every single revival failed. In adultery, (laughs) in, in greed, And every abomination of the Azusa Street Revival ended because of racism. The blacks and whites split into the Assemblies of God and the Church of God in Christ. That's how that great revival in Los Angeles ended. And so this is never-ending revival, so there can't be anything human about it. Especially in leadership. Only the sons of God that are above the charismatic cap have any leadership role whatsoever in this great awakening. Otherwise, it would be an ending revival, but God the Father's causing never-ending revival, which is the coming out of the church age into the kingdom age. As it's written, on the third day, I'm going to raise them up. It's going to be a higher standard. Revelation 4, I saw a door open in heaven above me. Above what you know, above what you think you know, and above what you learn because apostolic anointing is called being unlearned by the religious professionals in Acts 4.13 in the Bible. (laughs) Are you willing to be considered a fool for Christ's sake? Are you willing to be considered an idiot all the time? You know, like you have Down syndrome. Like the things they write about us 10 years in our broadcast, they let these people vote? You are the sure evidence of evolution, monkey boy. And all of the constant blasphemy we incur by walking in the actual apostolic anointing, which is staying unlearned. (laughs) Never submitting to the brain, always submitting to Christ. You can't serve both. If you serve human reasoning, human intellectualism, human logic, and human education, you are serving Satan's angels that fell from heaven. I tell you the truth. It's called educational advantage. Well, those that don't have that educational advantage are poor. That's how Satan's kingdom works. (laughs) But the anointing is only used by common men. They even called the Messiah a common man. If you read what the religious professionals, the rich, and the Pharisees, which were all millionaires, and remember the high priest was a billionaire, Herod's temple cost $40 billion to build. 
The only reason why they fought the Messiah is because he was empowering common men against the religious institutions. They didn't even care. Who cares what goes on outside their buildings made by humans? But when he started to bring the masses and empower them by his anointing, they wanted to murder him because he was destroying the synagogue system of Israel. Oh, that's exactly what happened. It was all about money. Jesus Christ said that. But for him, it was all about his father. He didn't even care about money. He cared about his father. And that's why people sowed so much money into his ministry, he had to have a treasurer. And his treasurer was the devil. The Bible clearly says that one of you is a devil. He let the devil control his treasury. That's how little Jesus Christ cared about anything in the natural dimension. Most of you want control of your treasury. Most of you are trying to control your finances and be good stewards. Not Jesus. Jesus was unlearned. The religious professional says, How can a man with no education speak such things? Because <laughs> his father was his teacher. The seven spirits of God, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and the spirit of the Lord are upon me. And this scroll is fulfilled in your hearing. And they took him to the edge of the cliff to throw him off. His first day of ministry, he's kicked out of his own synagogue in Nazareth. Wow. What a Messiah. The most rebellious man that's ever lived, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And every true apostle and every true prophet that's ever followed the anointing has been considered a heretic, a witch, a warlock, a sorcerer, and every name that Satan can conjure has come against them because the anointing turns the world upside down. The anointing is the unlearning of your educational advantages. Staying childlike, always continually growing by the anointing, and ever increasing spiritual growth, never getting puffed up in the head, always staying humble in the spirit, submitted to Christ, submitted to the Godhead. You have one teacher and he is Christ. Are you taught of men? You're demonized. Or are you taught of God? As it's written, and they shall all be taught of God. <laughs> Who's they? Everyone that remains in the world during this time. Revelation chapter 7. These are those who come out of the great tribulation. What's the great tribulation? It's the tribulation of the unlearned versus educational advantage. The spiritual or the brain. The spiritual or the earthly brained. That is what's at war in the Valley of Decision. Every person's soul is at war right now, and they're deciding whether they're going to follow Christ, the unlearned, or they're going to follow those with their doctorates in divinity that are so logical, so reasonable, so well taught, that they always have the best appearance of good. They always have the best knowledge they always have the best of everything. They have all the money. They have all the media. They have all the stage. They have all the television. They have all the Christian radio. They have all the Christian churches. Are you going to go the way of the devil? <laughs> the mainstream, the wide path, Babylon, the great Christianity, the horror of Babylon. Or, or will you follow the anointing in this fresh move of God in the great awakening and follow Christ that's organic, there's no structure. We follow Christ. We disciple cities and nations. And they're going to say, well, who's the leader of this thing? 
and we're going to say the Father, and they're going to laugh at you because there's no faith. And you're going to see everything exposed in Christianity that belongs to the devil and everything in Christianity that belongs to the Holy Spirit will come out of every institution and every building made by human hands. And just like the temple was sacked by Titus of Rome in 70 AD, so shall all churchianity be sacked by the anointing worldwide in 2018. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.